Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. It appears that just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, the Biden sham administration has just announced that they're going to be coming to a neighborhood near you to ensure that you have been vaccinated. To encourage you to do so, they will be breaking every HIPAA law you can imagine to do so. What should this tell you? This should tell you that they are positively desperate with a capital D. Welcome back. How are you? This is absolute insanity. And some of you are asking me, are they nuts? Are they trying to start a, a hot war? Yes. That has been the goal with every false flag event we've seen across the country, with every burning down of cities that are wrecking lives, particularly of minorities and minority business owners. Yes, that is exactly what they're hoping for. It is the really the, the only way that they can take us out is from within. And with this sham election, as more truth and facts and evidence come forth. Some of you are, and some people still believe in general that in in a lot of establishment conservatives, I mean, I contend with this, even with people within my uh, sphere of influence who should know better and do know better, right? But they still contend with, well, where's the evidence? And no matter how much evidence you give them, no matter how many numbers are shown, no matter how many phantom voters are shown, no matter how many affidavits you show, no matter how many videos of trucks and shredding companies, and no matter what you show them, something's been doctored. That's not true. An affidavit's not a legal document. I mean, you name it, the excuses are abundant, and it just makes you wonder how much exactly did they hate President Trump, that they would be willing. I'm telling you, there are people who positively believe that they can take the country back. There are establishment Republicans who positively believe that if they just gave Trump up this go around, they would be able to take the country back in 2022 and 2024. And that's what happens when you operate in a spirit of, of revenge. Let me explain. I have shared this, this sentiment of mine on this show a number of times since the election. And I'm going to share it again because it, it is worth repeating. And I am certain that it is going to enlighten you and it will bless some of you who contend with a spirit of vengeance on the daily because when your government threatens to show up at your door to politely persuade you to get on the train car to your vacation destination called a gas shower with vaccines, with bullying, with wanting information about you, tracking, that is absolute insanity. Okay? It can incite violence. 
it can incite vengeful thoughts and uh, can in conspiracies. Notice I didn't say conspiracy theories. It can cause people to conspire to behave in a manner that they otherwise would not. And it's because their bandwidth has been stretched to the point where, I mean, you think 5G is thin. Some of you guys are on 10G. Your bandwidth is so thin that all it's going to take, and it's so brittle, all it's going to take is someone showing up at your door, getting into your business, demanding that you fill something out or you answer questions. And I'm encouraging you not to do that at all. Do not give up an ounce of information about you, how many people are in your household. This is not a census. Actually, this is a census, but for very nefarious reasons as far as I'm concerned. So you don't have to be confrontational. Just don't open the door. If you know for sure you cannot handle your anger, you cannot contain your anger, you cannot control yourself, and and I'm going to tell you, you don't know who you're going to be faced with on the other side of the door. I'm going to encourage you, particularly in your low-income areas, if you have friends in those areas, if you live in those areas, if you guys don't get information outside of what your lying Democrat leadership tells you, that the white man's out to get you. Well, in this case, you know, if a white dude in a lab coat with a with a clipboard um, who's demanding that you and your family get vaccinated because you're black, you may actually want to believe your Democrat leadership for once. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I was so incensed last night in reading about this beautiful, beautiful, young, 45-year-old nurse, striking, gorgeous, with two young children. She's on Twitter not that long ago in June talking about, I really don't want to take the vaccination, and I have to for my new job. I'm starting as a nurse. She's dead. Within 24 hours, she was on life support. She was gone. I have a friend right now who just lost both of his elderly parents within the span of a month. Uh, father, healthy, clean bill of health, takes the vaccination. A month later, he's diagnosed with complete body bone cancer. 89 years old. Uh, about a month after that, his mom strokes out. She died last night after her second vaccination. So for, for anyone to come at me with I'm spreading some kind of anti-vax, you know, fear-mongering propaganda, I'm going to tell you to shove it because that is not what I'm doing. I am watching people's lives get wrecked. And I do receive emails to that effect. And I have friends on the personal who are going through it, who are burying their loved ones. So you do you. I would never I'm not a physician. I don't claim to be one. I'm not a medical professional. I'm a free thinking, discerning, pray for wisdom Christian patriot who can see and who can hear clearly what exactly what's going on in this world right now. And I want to encourage you to be equally, if not more so, um vigilant whenever it comes to making decisions for your health, which is why tonight 
If you have 30 minutes to take out of your time, I want you to join me for a call. If you've taken the vaccine, if you're considering taking the vaccine, if you've had issues with other vaccines, if you've had cancer, if you're struggling with MS, with fibromyalgia, with diabetes, any number of chronic illnesses, I want you on a call tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 712-770-5382. Again, 712-770-5382. The code is 946-1880-POUND, 946-1880-POUND. We have people every week from all over the country that call in. This is not some snake oil pitch. This is not a bunch of brouhaha This is something that I believe in. It is something I utilize in my own life. I would never bring you to something that I did not uh, believe in and that I have not studied. And that has not been studied. And it has. And so I want you to call in and learn about this. If you're not interested, just hang up. It's okay. There's no shame. There's no guilt for those of you who have taken the vaccine. No shame, no guilt, and please no fear because your immune system really can't handle the anxiety. I'm just telling you. Now, back up to vengeance versus justice. There's a big difference between vengeance and justice. When the Lord says vengeance is mine... It's because he knows that our vengeance is ultimately going to land us on the wrong side of the law. It's going to end us, it's going to land us on the outside of righteousness. Any peace, any joy, our health is going to suffer. Like he just knows that it's not going to go well with us because we can't shoulder the burden of vengeance very well as fallen human beings. So God says, vengeance is mine. Okay. And you know you're over in the vengeance column when you are plotting or planning or your um, your verbiage changes, right? And, and some of you are so, like I said, your bandwidth is so thin and rightfully so. You have to watch yourself and protect yourself from yourself. I, I mean, I cannot stress that enough. And so... There's, there's, there's a person within the White House administration that came out of the administration who was extraordinarily vocal, dangerously vocal, actually. And I had the conversation with this person and said, listen, um, who I know personally, and I said, listen, I care about you, your family, um, as a minister, um, yes, who cusses on occasion, sorry. Uh, but as a minister, I, I care about your safety and I, and I care about you rolling over into, you know, the, the rolling over into the category of, of seeking vengeance as opposed to allowing justice to play out, allowing for justice to be sought regarding the injustices that you witnessed during your tenure at the White House and particularly on the way out. Um, And instead of, you know, outing everyone on social media, which could prove to be extraordinarily dangerous, unnecessarily so, it could open you up to legal litigation as well. Um, So there's that. Um, Just check yourself, just check yourself before you wreck yourself because 
Um, you'll always know when you're operating in a spirit of vengeance versus seeking justice because you're just you're you're salaciously and lustfully driven to just take someone out verbally, um, you know, character assassination campaigns, and all of it could be true. Every it's not because you're lying. It's not because you're casting a false. You're casting you know someone in a false light. You're not sharing false accusations. Every single thing this person was sharing was actually factual, right? But it was it was done in a spirit that was going to um, leave this person vulnerable. And what I don't want to see happen is with all of this craziness coming to a head, and you've still got people on the Trump campaign saying that Mike Lindell saying that, you know, he could be reinstated by August 13th. And then you've got the left and that just, you know, that just stirs, it pokes the hornet's nest every time someone from Trump's campaign or or camp rather comes out and says something like that. Then you've got the constitutional scholars who are convinced and want to convince you that there's no path to reinstatement, constitutionally speaking, where the president is concerned. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. I don't know if, if I'm the only person on the planet and I'm definitely no Nobody's constitutional scholar who's actually stumbled upon this. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right, it is the right It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, so as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and their happiness. It is their right. It is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future for their future security written by none other than Thomas Jefferson now we just celebrated independence day and what people want to have you afraid of are speaking is speaking this truth because you could run into an FBI conversation. You could have a knock at the door that doesn't involve white lab coats. It could involve, you know, dark blazers. Are you prepared to answer the door and have to hire an attorney to answer those questions? Because if you, if someone knocks on your door from any agency, you need to have, this is what I was instructed to do. You need to call your attorney. And from the second you open the door, your entire interaction needs to be recorded. Don't say hello, don't shake a hand, don't open the door, nothing. Until your phone is on or someone's standing at the door and you record your entire interaction. Why is that? It's not because you're guilty. It's not because you're trying to be belligerent or defiant. Don't buy into that. And you don't have to be a jackass. You don't have to be defiant, nor should you be. You should control yourself. You should be respectful. They are in a position of authority. So it's incumbent upon you to act with respect and to act lawfully. And it is completely within your rights to record any interaction you have with any law enforcement agency. And I highly encourage you to do that. 
If you're out here speaking truths, remember, I'm not talking about in a spirit of vengeance. I'm talking about lawful abiding in these truths. And these are constitutional truths. Now, what happens the more evidence comes out, if these things are adjudicated, it is positively incumbent. It is incumbent upon the United States military. I firmly believe this. It is incumbent upon your United States military to host a new election that they oversee. 100%. Could he be reinstated? You're damn right he could. Will he be reinstated by August 13th? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. And the Lord has not appeared in a burning bush to give me that discernment according to a spirit of prophecy. So I don't know. I don't even get on my show ever and and spread that. I don't share stuff that Mike shares about it. I like Mike Lindell. I don't share stuff like that because I don't want to keep you stirred up over things of that nature. If But I'm telling you, I just gave you the facts of what your own Declaration of Independence states. It is not only your right, ladies and gentlemen, it is your duty. And as more evidence emerges... And more judges are willing to allow that evidence to come forth. I'm going to tell you right now, if you think for two seconds, the Democrats and the globalists and your national security apparatus to an extent is going to allow for Donald J. Trump to be reinstated or instated or duly elected again, like he said, for a third term, that may not happen in 2024. That could actually happen before then. If you think they would allow, and listen, I'm not a Q follower, so don't even go there. I don't share propaganda. I don't share theories. I don't share timelines of stuff. I just, and some of you are like, well, the Bible says, I'm like, well, my Bible doesn't say anything about August 13th. And you guys are comparing the United States to Babylon, you know, because the shoe fits, the sins fit where it, well, we could say the same thing for Sodom, Gomorrah, Rome, you know, I, that's not where my head is. That's not where my spirit is. Can it, can it, can you draw parallels? Well, heck yeah, you can, because there's nothing new under the sun. And let me tell you something. If you feel you're hearing from the spirit of the Lord and you're a bishop or pastor and you're listening to me right now, or you're a prophet, I am not here to dismiss anything that the Holy Spirit's told you because that is certainly not territory that I want to walk in. So I'm not doing that. I'm just telling you where I, from my view from where I sit. And I sit as lowly as the rest of you. I do not claim to be an expert in anything. I love this country. If Biden was a duly elected president and I didn't see all of the evidence that I have seen, my eyes were not spiritually open, my ears were not open, I I could, you know, two plus two is four, up is up and down is down. If he were, if he was duly elected, I'd tell you guys to just, well, suck it up, buttercup. This is what the country wants and this is who we are. If I didn't believe and know in my soul that hardware, software, terrestrial transmissions were seen, international actors are on board, bad, bad actors from a globalist persuasion from the Catholic Church all the way over to the Rothschilds to you name it. The, the crown, uh, yes, there, we know this. All of those things, that's not conspiracy theory. It's not. And your national security apparatus knows it too. But all it's going to take is for one thread, one, one piece of this twine to be picked and to be pulled out from the rest. And you could very well see this selection 
undone. You could see that. And again, I am not married to a Trump train. I am not married to anything other than what's right is right. And justice needs to uh, be upheld. And we need to lay down the spirit of revenge. That needs to be something that, that that you repent from, of, whatever. Turn away from a spirit of revenge so that you can be sober. Because what revenge does is it makes you drunk. It makes you drunk emotionally, mentally. You're not thinking clearly. You can't because your monkey brain, your lizard brain has completely taken over. Remember, I share a lot on here that we only have two natures by which we live. And it's our spirit nature, which is our higher nature, or it's our bestial nature, which is our lower nature. And that's according to scripture. And I 100 believe it. I don't even have to read the Bible to know that, or I don't have to pray to believe that. I can turn on the news and see that. And what's and what's really bad is whenever people purport to be, you know, we'll save the trees, you know, save the unicorns, blow more bubbles, you know, right? Well, if they feel like they're a, a girl, you know, I mean, you got to love, Jesus said to love everybody. Ugh. This stuff is maddening. And the church, you know, you got the world lying and the church swearing to it. And that's exactly how we got here. And so I don't make apologies for what I see and what I hear and what I discern and what I believe and what I've come to know is truth. And I don't make apologies for basic math, which is two plus two is four. And the arrow on the milk carton has not been switched, although it has by the left and, and by the right. And they really do, we keep parroting and mocking things like, oh, this feels like 1984. Well, yeah, because it is. Because it is. And so what are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? I mean, the fact that we are contending with critical race theory and there are 5,000 teachers holding the entire nation hostage and the teachers unions, which I'm sorry, I'm with uh, John Cardillo. Cardillo uh, he believes that the entire, you know, in, abolish government school. I'm down. I am totally down with that. And you guys need to be erecting while you can legally, you need to be erecting your own schools. I mean, if you can't afford to homeschool, I get it. I did it. I can be a little bit of a jack leg about it with the rest of you. But I'm just telling you, if you can't afford to do it, there's someone in your community that you got, that are t- there are teachers within your community who would love to be on uh, a salary that you and your community put together your own little school, right, and pay your teachers. I mean, I know they're called charter schools. Keep the government out of your schools, period. You guys want to put a little homeschool coalition together? Knock it out, dude. Like, do it now. Quit talking about it. Quit bitching about CRT. Just get out there and get it done. Enough with all of this. I can't believe it. And this CRT stuff, sure, if you're going to continue to go, the Board of Education, absolutely take a stand, get yourself arrested, whatever it is you need to do to make the point, right? And and you should actually be standing against it, if not for your own kids, for everyone else's kids, and for the kids whose parents are completely just deaf, dumb, and stupid. Yes, you should. But otherwise, you guys should be banding together to create your own school systems. There's nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly legal to do that in this country. I don't know about from state to state, but here in the state of Georgia, absolutely. Homeschool your kids, put something together, pay teachers a decent, more than a decent wage provide benefits for them, 
Let them handle their own retirement accounts and get it done. Create your own curriculum, include God, or just forget about the entire curriculum. There's wonderful homeschool curriculums out there that are creation-centric. So every single thing, I love them too. They're really good. Every single thing your kids learn are predicated upon uh, creationism, right? And, and it keeps things out of a spirit of religion. It becomes very relational because your kids can relate to the things that are tactile, things they touch and see and taste and feel, and 2 plus 2 is 4, and how is that? And, you know, adding and subtracting and dividing and multiplying and, you know, between Bible stories and, you know, and just getting out into nature and allowing them to experience God in that manner, uh, going to feed people in homeless shelters, going to hang out with HIV patients who are, you know, full-blown AIDS on their last leg, you know, men minister to them, love on them, hug them, touch them, um, you know, be Christ-like, be Christ-like, show them, take them, you know, show them business, um, rules and, and, and business, you know, models, allow them to create their own little businesses. They're, they're good at that. It, you know, hell we do lemonade stands for God's sakes, start them out at five or six, give them an incentive to be, I would call them to be compassionate capitalists. How about that? We've got the whole compassionate conservative movement, right? How about compassionate capitalists so that you actually do take care of your employees, but they're, but you're not their daycare, right? Teach your kids how to handle and how to handle uh, crisis mitigation and pro and problem solve instead of you, you know, allowing your kids to run up under your apron all the time and, you know, you're brandishing the, the wielding the, the rod of correction. And it's like, no, why don't you try discipling your children? You know, we either abdicate, we're so, we are so polar. We either abdicate all of our authority as parents or we just beat the crap out of them with law and with this and with, you know, well, the word says not to spare the rod, spoil the child. Well, it's a rod of correction, it's a rod of correction. But, you know, your kids end up resenting you when you don't take the time to teach them. You give them a ton of rules or you give them no rules, right? You give them no parameters, no parameters whatsoever in which to grow and learn and muck up and trip uphill and, you know, teach them how to fail well. They're afraid of failure. Let them fail. When my daughter made her first C, she was a 4.2 student. When she made her first C, we went to dinner. She thought I was on crack. I'm like, nope, you're, we're going to celebrate because she was so down, man. She didn't want to come out of her room. I mean, she was down. Our, it was awful. It was like this self-flagellation campaign she was on. I was like, absolutely not, Satan, not today. And we got in the car and went to like a freaking $200 dinner and celebrated. Because she needed to learn how to celebrate the effort she did put into something. And to still celebrate herself, her worth was not wrapped in her inability to make an A+. She wasn't completely perform. You know, we're not Chinese or Korean, no offense, but where, you know, the suicide rates, I'm not kidding, are through the roof in Asian cultures where the shame is unbearable whenever people fail. And then in this country, we've just gone to, well, just give everybody, everybody a trophy. No, you either, you know, there, there's people love the equity conversation until we go to merit, right? Whatever happened to a meritocracy gone flushed, right? Everything's equitable. No, don't fall for that crap. Your kids don't need to be equitable. Here's the, here's equitable. Whatever sweat, blood and tears you put into it is your equity, sweetheart. 
And furthermore, if you want to be paid for doing chores around this house, here's something equitable because you get to breathe in my house and you get to move and you get to function and you get to be fed and clothed and you have, you know, a bath and clean your butt and you have clean clothes and you have love and you have affection. Uh, Here's your equity, you know, make up your bed. Why would I pay you for that? You know, how about I just give you 10 bucks a week because I love you and I know you have some things that you'd like to purchase or maybe you're saving for something and I want to teach you about how to handle your money responsibly. And there are some things that you can do to earn some extra money, but here's a baseline for the teaching principles of not allowing mammon to rule over you. I mean, imagine if every household actually adopted these measures that are very Christ-centered, by the way. But we're so hung up on sex and sex and sex and sex. And, you know, that's all we talk about. That's all our kids know. And so that's why they're only focused on that. You have 10-year-olds who are, who are looking things up online about how to, you know, perform oral sex on their same sex. I'm not kidding. I mean, this is the world in which you live. So you're either going to need to get super proactive or just hang it up. Just hang it up because it doesn't get better from here. And some of you are just like, well, Jesus is coming back. And, you know, and Lord, come, just come, Jesus. You know, that's your constant prayer. In the meantime, Jesus is like, I'm sorry, but I told you when I come back, am I going to find faith? Do you think faith includes abdication? I mean, faith is a verb. Faith is a verb. It's not some adjective. It's not some badge of honor that you get to wear because, well, I have faith. Okay, well, where's your works? And if your works isn't starting in your own family, then sit down. Go get in your Jesus recliner and move out of the way because the rest of us have got work to do. And we have territory to occupy and a jurisdiction that we have been endowed with by our creator and according to our own uh, declaration of independence, mind you. It is very important for you to understand what your rights are. And it's also very important for you to understand the difference between revenge and between justice. They're very different things. Don't allow this current, this current climate to roll you up, chew you up, and spit you out. It's not worth it. You have families. You have health You do have a future. This too shall pass. I don't know what America will look like if you don't take a stand, if things are not adjudicated. We're still contending with eight years of occupation by Obama. We're still contending with the Bush administration, and we always will. I am aghast at how we left Afghanistan. Aghast. And we wonder why people in the Middle East hate us. We go over in the name of liberating people, right? Because that sounds good. And it gets us all like, because, you know, we're Americans. We, we, we love for justice to be pursued. And we, you know, we want to take care of people. And, you know, we're, you know, we think at least we're intrinsically good people, right? We're God-fearing people until it's, you know, time for us to stand up for God-fearing principles, right? That could get us into trouble or canceled. And then all of a sudden, you're waiting on Jesus to come back and do it. <laughs> but when it comes to our wars that we just love, We love, 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 because we love the power and we love the money, Um, money, 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 avarice, 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 right? Mammon, mammon, mammon. We love that. Wars bring in a ton of money and power, right? Think of all the deaths. 
you know, I, even as a kid, I looked over there in that region and I was like, well, I mean, I think that's their stuff. Now, granted, I, I realize we have international laws when it comes to genocide and, and, you know, hope I, I guarantee you sometime in the near future, we'll probably be uh, having to look at those international laws where genocide is concerned with other things that we're implementing right now. Hint, hint. So, and there are attorneys actually pursuing that. Actually pursuing that legally, uh, globally. That is a a basis uh, by which they are operating right now to bring, uh, basically I would call them warlords of medicine uh, and, and government heads into account. But your businesses, your corporations are aligned with this too. I mean, it is just a mess. If you knew, again, the supply chain shortages, I mean, very basic plastic, wood, nuts and bolts, you know, people don't want to go to work. And what they want to do is scare you to death with this new, quote, flu variant uh, so that you don't go to work and they continue to pay you to stay home. And the best thing you can do in your state is demand that your governor turn those funds away so that people get off of their butts and get back to work. They have been... They have been seduced. People have been seduced to stay home in a state of hopelessness and complete care on behalf of the government. And that is ungodly. It is unrighteous. It is satanic. It is wicked. And it is going to take the country down. And it's going to happen fast. It's not going to happen in five to ten years. It will happen fast. You need to start denying your state funds from the feds. And you need to start demanding that people and people asking you for money for their little, you know, political campaigns. Where do they stand on these things? Get in writing. Whoever you're about to vote for, they need to be signing oaths. They need to be signing compacts with their communities, their districts. That's what I think. You need to sign a compact. There you go. Start holding people accountable to the written letter. Hey, this is what you said. Videos don't work. This is what you said and this is what you signed. And this is what we're going to hold you accountable to. And if you don't uphold this, we're going to recall your seat. And, and it can be done. Look at what's happening to Newsom right now. His butt's about to get tossed out unless, unless they're using hardware, software, crappy people in order to keep him in place. But the people clearly do not want him. And you have that same power in your respective communities, your states, your counties. It's yours. You ju- I just read it to you. It is incumbent upon you. It is incumbent. It is a duty. It is a mandate from our forefathers for you to hold your government accountable. They answer to you. And if we don't stand now, we're not going to have a place to stand in the future. And I'm not kidding about that. Remember, 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard Time, 712-770-5382. Again, that's 712-770-5382. The code is 946-1880-POUND, 946-1880-POUND. We'll be talking about health, give you some, some, uh, some insights, some um, knowledge and wisdom. You can pray about what you want to do with it. I love you. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.